Today is Friday, June 4th, 2021. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Christopher Robin. You're listening to episode 245, Overcome Yourself, with R&B artist Nate Seto. So for me, it was just kind of like alcohol was just that cushion throughout all that, you know. But then um, just like in the past like year, I had come to a realization that like I have I have come so far from where I started. And it's just like sometimes you just need to reevaluate your life. You need to just kind of like see things in a different perspective and that'll change everything, honestly, because I was like in a in a in a whole phase of lies, just listening to a bunch of lies in my head. That's like not true. And, um, and it's like, if I just took a step back and just kind of realized, hey, like I'm growing, I'm still achieving things. Like my numbers are increasing. It's just like, you know, I'm getting more and more fans. It's like, why am I tripping? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I'm in a good place right now. And so I just didn't realize that at the time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Got a great, interesting show for you. You know, usually I don't interview pop stars, singers, or these kind of things, but, you know, I have an interesting story to share with you of overcoming rejection, overcoming life trials anxiety, depression, substance abuse, and really having an inspiring message. And I love uh, my guest's story today. His name is Nate Seto. He's a rising pop and R&B artist who has developed his career in the great city of Detroit. As a Michigan native, he grew up with a passion for music. He began writing songs when he was seven years old and pursued a music career at the age of 20. Nate now has 1.3 million views on YouTube and over 60,000 followers on Instagram. He's currently promoting his single, Novocaine, which deals with anxiety and substance abuse. Unique episode today. Like I said, you know, I'm very thrilled to be having different types of people on the show. And like I said, I usually don't interview people. They usually don't come around, you know, the singers and artists, but this was a unique case and I love to entertain it. So we're going to talk about Nate's career and what he's learned. I think there's a lot of great lessons there for all of us with, with rejection, overcoming depression and anxiety you know, strengthening your faith, living from a perspective of faith, not fear, dealing with rejection. A lot of great lessons in that kind of a story. So I'm excited to share it with you. A lot of good stuff. If this resonates with you, make sure you share it, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. And away we go. You can follow Nate at Nate underscore Seto. That's with two T's. So it's S-E-T-T-O. You can go follow him on Instagram. Check him out on YouTube. The song I'm using uh, for this episode is his Novocaine songs. You can check that out as well, too. It's a great song. Love it. 245, Overcome Yourself with R&B artist Nate Seto. Let's do this. Well, hey, 
it's exciting to have you on the show. I actually haven't had a chance to interview too many uh, R&B singers or pop artists or anything like that. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. This is a different kind of interview, but I think your journey is uh, really inspiring. So I really wanted to help you share it. So a little bit about yourself. Can you at least kind of tell, tell people where, you know, where you're at in life right now? What, what do you do? How did you get there? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm 27 right now, about to be 28 in a week. Nice. Happy <laughs> um, birthday. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I've been celebrating all month. Nice. Um, basically, uh, yeah, I'm a, a R&B pop artist. I've uh, been making, I've been writing songs since I was like seven years old, been um, really pursuing it since I was like, you know, early twenties, I would say like uh, 2021. And um, yeah, right now I'm just uh, promoting my latest, um, project which is an ep called city boy and i'm really excited to be promoting that and sharing that with a lot of people yeah thanks for letting me use that song by the way the novocaine that's yeah, so cool I, I like that song a lot that's cool i'm uh thanks man i wish you success i mean that's a great song and the story behind it is interesting to me too so what what inspired you to to write that song and to name it novocaine uh well first of all like i don't i don't usually write that type of music like like stuff that's like you know deep and um something that was like really um, you know, just it dealt with like a lot of stuff that I was going through. And uh, basically, it was like, it came to a point where I was like, you know, I really feel like I'm gonna uh, release this song, you know, I kind of wrote it to myself a little bit. And I wanted to like release it. But I was kind of hesitant, because I was like, man, my fans will, are gonna be a little taken back. Because usually my music is about like partying or like, you know, whatever. Yeah, something you know, usually like, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's generally like a positive type vibe so with this i was actually kind of hesitant and i was just like you know what i feel like a lot of people need to hear this a lot of people um could possibly relate to this and feel like they're not alone so you know i i decided decided to go ahead record it and uh, release it as a single and um, i was really happy to see that a lot of people really connected with it and like they were just like you know letting me know that the song had gotten them through like a lot of tough times and it was just like a reminder that they weren't alone so like that's what really inspired me to really promote this single that's cool, man. Yeah, I liked it. It's, uh, you know, it's got a different flavor to it. It's a little darker, you know, I, I think yeah. it's got character. I think it's, uh, 100%. you know, in, in a way, in a way, sadly, a lot of people can relate to that. Right. I mean, a lot of people right. are going through, um, I think especially in the last year, I mean, one of the biggest arguments with, with the whole lockdown thing, just being so long and extended was that people were increasing their, drug abuse and, you know, basically overdosing and all this kind of right. stuff because there's no uh, connection. I don't know if you're familiar with this, this study. It was a long time ago, but it's a pretty popular study that came out. That was basically, they looked at these rats and, uh, you know, mice, you know, they're not humans, but they're very close to it. And so they were analyzing rats, like in this little playground type of situation where they put a bunch of rats you know, they, they had everything, they had food, they could hang out, they could do whatever they want. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then you had like another room sort of adjacent to that where they took all these things away and gave them, you know, cocaine in like a little lever where they could just press the lever and get the cocaine. And anyway, long story short, if, if people are familiar with this study, it was like a big realization that when the rats who were addicted to cocaine were put in this nice like playground where they had, you know, friends and you know, <laughs> all the things that rats like to do, I guess, uh, that they didn't go back to the cocaine, which, you know, it prompted this whole conversation about how a lot of, um, you know, addiction issues with anything, not just drugs. I mean, everything mm -hmm. is a drug to some extent, right? right? Is having to do with uh, feeling disconnected, 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and drugs sort of provide that, that sort of uh, gateway into feeling connected yeah. either to yourself or to <laughs> other people. And, you know, it's a sort of downward spiral, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually really interesting. I never I heard that, but that's like really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. And it's, I think it's also interesting too, when you kind of look at your own story, right. And say, okay, you know, what was it? Cause I think we're all, we all have addictive personalities to some extent, right? I mean, we all have something, whether it's, you know, Facebook or, you know, right. cocaine or whatever, obviously they're, they're different. Could, could be things. food. Yeah. Could be food. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have a, an eating disorder and, and sort of, you know, you, uh, you eat when you're stressed out and, and that's like, a, that could be a problem. So I think, addiction is really when you look at addiction it's really there's an underlying sort of belief you know that we have that either we're not worthy or we're not connected we're not loved something deeper down you know and i think when you when you look at that it's really important so i'm really curious in your own experience um you know what what was that for you like what was you struggled with substance abuse right i mean that's uh and that's okay to say that i mean i think we all have it to some degree and what was it for you? Like, what was, now that you're on the other end of it, what was, what was the thing for you that, that you realized that, like, why were you doing that? You know, what was, what was at the heart of that? Um, for me, it was like, it was alcohol and, yeah. um, you know, and I guess, you know, I just felt like when I felt anxiety or, um, you know, depressing thoughts, like pretty much come up, they would start to like really weigh me down and like change my whole mood. And so I would really like turn to alcohol basically just to kind of like, just to knock that sick feeling in my stomach off and uh, just kind of like lift me back up again. But the problem with that is that like, I was starting to abuse it. You know what I'm saying? Then I was like making an excuse for everything and anything like, Oh, well, this person just pissed me off. Let me take a shot. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Um, (laughs) I'm a little exaggerating, but like, it's like, it's like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you get um, drunk fast with that approach. I'll I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's like a horrible uh, mindset, you know, but like, um, yeah, I was just basically just taking advantage of, uh, you know, uh, especially being at a, at a liquor store at my parents' liquor store, I had like complete access to anything. Oh, wow. Wanted, Your parents you know own the liquor store. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so having access to that was just like way too, too easy. And, uh, you know, it got to a point where I would like, you know, drive drunk, I would go work out drunk because I still wanted to like, um, you know, take care of myself in a way, you know, like by working out and, uh-huh. um, you know, that's, which is really important to me, but I was just like, I was like, even though I'm, I'm drunk right now, I'm still going to, um, go do my thing but I got really bad like I almost like passed out one time just because like I was like really like wasted am I allowed to swear on this podcast by the way if, I don't yeah, know if I'm allowed to okay say. just know if I can be myself right now explicit. no problem <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just wanted to like uh I'm because I almost swore I was like wait let me just be, be careful uh but no uh yeah basically I was just um you know I got got to a point where I was just like man I need to really make a change you know and um and so I basically like really turned to like, um, to prayer and stuff like that. And, um, and what was like that, that point for you? Like what happened? What, what was the bottom rock bottom point for you when you're like, you know what? Like I can't, I'll tell you, I'll tell you mine because with alcohol, like I said, I think we've all been there to some extent with alcohol. I don't really drink alcohol anymore. Uh, but I got one time I got so wasted on wine. It was cheap wine too. It was like this cheap ass shit that some friends had. And dude, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I was passed out 
like in my friend's bathroom on the ground with wow. my pants with my pants down because oh, I shit. had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I literally went to the bathroom and then I I fucking passed out. Oh my god. And one of my <laughs> friends has a picture of me, you know, just like in this compromised position. I'm like, dude, you have like the best blackmail material ever. But <laughs> I mean I, and, and I was I felt sick that night. This was several, several years ago, but yeah, yeah. I, I felt sick that next day and I was like a feverish and I was like, mm. you know what? Like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like alcohol, especially yeah. alcohol, like alcohol. I mean, every drug obviously taken to an extreme, you know, there's differences, but alcohol, I think, especially like that will just, I don't know. There's just nothing positive about it because you, you get slow. You, you can risk having a DUI, which is like a huge right. problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's obviously very toxic and stuff. And so, yeah, that, that was kind of my rock bottom with, with alcohol. <laughs> like I That's, said, that was several years ago, but after that I was like, you know what? I just, I can't, it's just too harsh. It's too harsh yeah, on the body. So what is, was, really what is. was the point for you where you're like, you know what? I just, I can't do this anymore. This lifestyle, this, uh, you know, this, this belief system that I'm in. Um, it was like several things really. Um, just like off the top of my head, uh, my mom was like finding empty, uh, um, bottles like in my car and stuff like that, or just like in my room and just um you know just kind of like having her kind of be a little worried kind of like upset me a little bit so i got because like you know i don't want her to like be worried about me and shit like yeah. that so i was just like you know so that was like one thing that you know kind of pushed me and um another thing was like just um like i wasn't really able able to keep up with my my tasks and my and like just keep up with like you know working out or just like pursuing my career and i just wasn't like um I was like really going downhill and I just wasn't motivated and I just wanted to uh, just pretty much dwell in my depression. And, um, you know, and I wasn't really sharing this with anybody either, you know what I mean? So it was really just between, you know, myself and, um, and uh, yeah, it just, uh, it just came to a point. I was like, you know what, like, this is not who I was raised to be. I'm not going to be this person that's going to be, you know, just like, addicted or whatever but um so i was just like you know i, I gotta really make a change for myself because i know like i'm stronger than what i think that i am you know yeah, i think yeah. sometimes it's it's important to have these rock bottom moments because they it's sometimes you know we need to hit that wall in order to to look up or to look you know around and see another option right i mean mm-hmm. if you hadn't hit that rock bottom then you know, let's say it was just kind of coasting, you probably wouldn't have come to the same realizations now that, that you did without having that extreme. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious with all the things that you struggle with when you mentioned in your story about like depression and anxiety, like what, what happened that that was like an issue for you? And is it still an issue? Like, are there still things that you struggle with, but what were some of the things that you we're struggling with in terms of that whole sphere um basically well, it had a lot to do with my career um i was just um you know i feel like i was getting older and then i was getting like pressure from like family and stuff like that and um well like you know, pressure to have like a normal job or something or um i, I mean sometimes yeah they, they would kind of bring that up they would want me to like you know be like a lawyer or a doctor or some shit right. like that but <laughs> but uh honestly there's like nothing in this world that would ever make me happy unless i uh, pursued music you know and um yeah. i've leveled up over the years you know what i mean it's not like i stayed the same but it just got to a point where it's like i just envision myself being on top and just kind of like being this 
successful superstar that I, I've always felt I was destined to be since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just like, I just feel like there's nothing that I would ever want to do, you know, other than that. And so like with the pressures of like, you know, people in my life and just like, you know, thinking about my age and, and shit like that, I'm just like, you know, it was just like a lot of neg- negativity just kind of like bringing me down and just making me think like, you know, like I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not where I want to be. And, you know, just like hate, hated, um, you know, being part of the family business. I'm, I was like sick of that. And so it's just like a lot of stuff was just kind of like tearing me apart. And so, yeah, so for, so for me, it was just kind of like alcohol was just that cushion throughout all that, you know. But then um, just like in the past like year, I had come to a realization that like I have I have come so far from where I started. And it's just like, sometimes you just need to reevaluate your life. You need to just kind of like see things in a different perspective and that'll change everything, honestly. Cause I was like in a, in a, in a whole phase of lies, just listening to a bunch of lies in my head. That's like not true. And, um, and it's like, if I just took a step back and just kind of realized, Hey, like I'm growing, I'm still achieving things. Like my numbers are increasing. It's just like, you know, I'm getting more and more fans. It's like, why am I tripping? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I'm in a good place right now. And so I just didn't realize that at the time. It's interesting because I mean, I have a friend who is, uh, like on YouTube, she does makeup tutorials and really good looking girl, really smart, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, it's just, you know, it's so interesting to see kind of what you're talking about is so important because I think even if you have a business or anything else, like we've gotten so um, kind of wrapped up in the numbers, right? Especially we have like the whole generation now where it's just like we were looking for, I mean, you know, perfect example, Instagram changing finally, after how many years, they basically disabled the number of likes, right, on a post. So now it just tells you like, oh, some friends like it. So that way, you know, people aren't so depressed about, oh my gosh, my post, you know, didn't get 700 likes, I better go have dinner at a nicer place or something like that, you know? So it's just so crazy how we, um, how we get sidetracked with that stuff. Yeah. Is that happening? Yeah. Cause I haven't seen that on Instagram. I I know people are talking about it. On mine it is. Yeah. Like if I go to my post, I still see likes. Uh, unless I need to upgrade my Instagram or something like that. Or well, no, the number of likes is disabled. So they'll tell you like, like, like for like 200 people like this or whatever. No, they won't say the number. It'll just say, right. you know, Mike and Kathy like it and others. Oh, mine still says it for some reason. I don't they're know. Still tell you your numbers. Maybe because <laughs> yeah. you have an, an influencer level or something. I don't know, but maybe, uh, Possibly. yeah, I mean on mine, it, it was changed for a while, but still, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing because anywhere you go, like even with my podcast or anything else, I'm always logging in in the morning and checking the numbers, you know, and all that stuff. And then you, or if you have stocks, you know, you log in and you, you check how much you, you know, gained or lost that day. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, I'm in this Facebook group for investors and mostly for the memes. I mean, the memes are just off the chain. They're like, just so funny, but it's, uh, it, you know, it's all back to this whole point of like, you look at, some kind of number and then you get depressed and anxious and then you start worrying and it's like, yeah. you can't, you can't put your, uh, you know, your faith or I should say your, your emotions in, in that changing world around you because things change constantly. Right. I mean, people change numbers, change success, failure. I mean, it's always constantly changing. So you have to find that grounding point that's sort of above all that. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Definitely. I mean, what's that been like for you? I mean, cause you know, you, 
you've learned quite a lot. And I'm curious to, to know, especially in the last year with the whole coronavirus thing, how that's impacted the music industry and also your own life. Like, what did you learn and how have you learned to deal with the anxiety, you know, and, and sort of the uncertainty and having that dream that you really want to pursue? Because I'll tell you what, music is is rough. I mean, I don't know. I, I actually uh, played the piano for about 20 something years. I was in a, a few bands, had a few albums just for fun. So I always wanted to do something with music, not like in the sense of a pop star, but I always wanted to have it in my life, you know, but it was really tough to make time for it because obviously, you know, couldn't really make money. <laughs> you know, I, right, right. All, everything else was sucking up my time. And so priorities. Yeah, yeah man. I'm not, I'll tell you, I still, I can't wait for when I have a little more time to, to get a piano again and just, you know, just to, just to have fun, you know, but yeah, absolutely. Um, What's wrong with that? And, and so I admire that. I admire that you have a dream and you feel like you've had this dream since you were a little kid to, to be where you want to be. And how have you dealt with the anxiety and the uncertainty of it now? Like how, how is that journey for you compared to obviously when you were, you know, using alcohol and things like that to get by? Yeah. Well, like I mentioned before, it's just, it was like a whole new perspective thing. And uh, something that I kind of like rediscovered was, um, like really staying positive and like let me tell you it's like if you if you just start your day and you just and you just like you know kind of look in the mirror and just kind of talk to yourself be like you know i'm gonna have a great day today everything's gonna work out you know um all the people i come across they're you know like i'm gonna have great connections and you know um people are enjoying my music right now you know i just like i just kind of like speak things into existence and i just like and i just say uh you know just say really positive things like i'm gonna have a great day i'm gonna laugh a lot today i'm gonna feel good and then you 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 enter your day with that mindset and um, you just, you, you keep it going. So when something negative kind of happens, like somebody kind of cuts you off on the road or whatever, and you just like, <laughs> like it irritates you a little bit, but she's kind of brushed it off. You know what? That's okay. They're probably late, whatever. And just kind of, you know, uh, brush it off, even though it pisses you off. And then like, you will start to see like things will like literally shift in your life. It's like, um, now you get more positive things than you would have just because you kind of like handle that correctly you know what i'm saying and I, and I feel like there's like a science to it you know i'm still trying to do my own research to it and i have come across a few um things you know on youtube but like there is like a power in being positive and it's just crazy and it's just like and sometimes you might lose it for a second because sometimes something really bad kind of happens but then you just have to like kind of like catch yourself re remind yourself like you know what that's over. I'm going to move past that now. And um, I'm going to continue being positive. And, um, and I feel like that has been working so well for me. And I've, I feel like I've gotten so many new opportunities already, uh, just because of it in the past few weeks. And so it's just like, it's just something I really, I really want to put out there, man. Just like, you got to be really positive. And I think that um, really keeps that anxiety off of me. You know, that's, mm -hmm. I noticed that really helps. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, especially I like the whole looking in the mirror and and sort of speaking things into existence, right? I mean, we have to find evidence for the things that, that lift us up because we find mm -hmm. evidence for the things that bring us down all the time. I'm sure you can yeah. relate to that, especially you were saying, you know, when you were younger that you were listening to all these sort of lies in your head and now you know they're lies, but at the time it's like, yeah. you're constantly hearing like, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm going to, I suck at this. This is not going to work whatever, out. Yeah. <laughs> right? exactly. and, and we're all guilty of that. I mean, I, I, can't, I don't think that, I don't think a day goes by yeah. when there's just doubt in my mind and heart mm -hmm. about the shit that I'm doing, you know? Yeah, so yeah. 
I think the he's got to counter like, it too, though. So when you do yeah. get those, you'll be like, nope, that's not true. Like, I'm, like, like it's it's all going to work out. You know, so you just got to keep saying that it's all going to work out. And, um, you know, that, that's really helped me a lot. So I feel like, yeah, we're definitely going to get that every day. The negative thoughts, you know. What's a recent situation where you had to really practice that and what happened? Um. Okay, so... So I will say, okay, a family member came to my house the other day and they just kind of brought something up like in my past and like, it kind of irritated me a little bit. And I was just like, why would you even bring this up right now? You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be mad at this person. And instead I offered them some coffee. You want some coffee? I'll make you some coffee real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, let me do something nice for you. Let me just, let me, get let me just counter better. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, instead of getting pissed at you and kind of like giving you a little bit of attitude, you know what? I'm going to do something real nice for you. And you know what? That put me in a uh, better mood. And it just kind of like, there was no tension, you know what I'm saying? And then like, they just kind of like fucked off. They didn't like, keep, you know, keep bringing it up or whatever. And just everything worked out. You know what I'm saying? And, like I moved on and everything kept, staying positive so it's like you got to handle that situation right you know yeah it's a practice for sure i'll tell you i mean it's uh you know like a test (laughs) yeah definitely it's a test but the thing is i think if you realize it's a test then you're already one step ahead of the game because most of the time a situation will surprise us and we just react to it right exactly if you realize you know what this is a test this is an opportunity to do something different Mm -hmm. uh, you know then then you're already one step ahead of the game. So Yep, you're right. That's that's the very that's very true. You just gotta remember, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta remember, like, <laughs> wait, no, I'm not gonna get angry at this. Like this is supposed to happen, that's fine. So let me just let me make things better by reacting positive towards this. And then something amazing is gonna happen after this. So it's just how it works. Was there anything that's helped you deal with anger? Because anger is a big issue for a lot of people and myself included. I mean, definitely things there's a lot of shit that gets me angry, especially lately, just with all the stupidity in the world. But you know, it's, it's a constant practice <laughs> to yeah, keep a no. cool, to keep a cool head. So sometimes you got to punch somebody in the face, you know, one time. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> no, I'm just, want just once, just once, maybe a couple of times, <laughs> let all that anger out. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like laughter like mm-hmm. is is something really important something i feel like we all kind of um overlook um and i noticed that like sometimes if i'm like really angry and um you know like somebody would like one of my favorite cousins would call me up and like he always he always like makes me laugh and stuff like that so um i'll be like in a shitty mood but then like you know he's got me laughing and then all of a sudden it's just like that pressure of being angry just kind of like released and it's like i forgot what i I was angry about in the first place i feel like laughter is definitely something really important even if you got to look up some shit on youtube just to start laughing you know um that that might help you know what i'm saying it does help like you just got to really like get a good laugh and you'll kind of you'll release that anger and you just won't feel it no more i've been uh i've been lately watching this i follow this like uh wiener dog or doc dachshund on facebook and it's called lulu and friends and it's like these two little wiener dogs and it it's like anytime i'm pissed off i'll just go <laughs> go watch <laughs> i have to check like, them out <laughs> yeah i'm telling you it's like I, I i want to get some dogs again because you know dogs are just such a great uh i don't know i'm a dog person I, I like cats too but dogs are pets in general animals are just such a great space because they're neutral yeah. you know they're they never have these complicated emotions that we have right. and they never, they don't get depressed usually unless you leave them obviously, but, right, for but sure. they're always, they're always fun, you know, and it's a great reminder. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you know, don't take life so seriously. Things are always changing and constantly disappearing. It's just, I don't know. It's a constant reminder for me every day Yeah, just to live day one. 
Yeah, I agree. You're right. Well, I'm curious with your journey as an artist. I mean, you probably have dealt with a lot of rejection, right? Mm -hmm. So how many times have you been rejected? And what is, what has that taught you? I think the number is at 186 right now. No, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty standard though, right? Like, I don't know what (laughs) what the standard is, but that sounds good. It could be more, it could be a little less. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, like, like just I feel like that just comes with the territory. I think that just comes with like anything worth pursuing. You know, I think anything yeah. worth pursuing is gonna have that, and um, it's just all part of the journey. You know, what I'm saying you're gonna come across people that don't really see your worth, or people that just don't have the time, or whatever. You know, whatever the reason is, or there you are just not what they're looking for, and so um, you just keep trying, you keep going, and eventually somebody is going to see your worth. Um, you might be growing by the time you do come across the right person that that is uh, ready to work with you or like do whatever you know what I'm saying but um, yeah I would just say like you got to keep trying because it just comes with anything worth pursuing that's just how it is you know nothing comes easy you know Mm. no 100% I'm I'm curious have you ever wanted to quit what you're doing ever doubted like you know what maybe maybe my parents are right maybe I should go have a normal job I don't say I would ever, I ever wanted to quit, but I was just like really disappointed. And then sometimes I would just like start pointing the finger, like this mm. isn't happening because of this person or because of God or like whatever. And I just felt like, you know, I was like blaming all kinds of, you know, things, but um, yeah, it's just like, sometimes you got to uh, accept responsibility and sometimes you got to change what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If you're not getting the results that you want, maybe you got to change, what, change up what you're doing. Um, reach out to new people um, you know there's just so much in this world that we can like you know change and um, move towards so like you know I think staying in one spot is going to definitely do that to us you know so we have to pretty much take risks and we need to uh, really put ourselves out there I heard this marketing quote a long time ago but you reminded me of it just now which is different is better than better mm. You know what I mean? Like if something is different or new, yeah. that's a that's better than something being the same, but it's improved. Right. It gets, it gets people's attention. It's like, oh shit, that's new. Like, oh, that's yeah. it's, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's yeah. refreshing. Yeah. And so that's always, there's always something interesting. I'm like, huh, you know, sometimes just doing something new, you know, can, can be the trick and just taking yeah. a new direction. That's true. Was there, was there a time in your, I mean, how long have you been, like on the scene? Cause I mean, you've been doing music since you were a little kid, but how long have you been, I guess, with your career? I would say like 2017 is when it really started to pick up for me. Okay. Like 2017 is when my following developed. So I feel like, so in my mind, I really feel like 2017 is when it really started for me. Obviously the journey started way before that, yeah. <clears throat> but like, um, yeah, like 2017, I became on a whole different level. And, um, you know, that was just uh, through Instagram. And um, basically it was just like, uh, working with promoters and stuff like that, like uh, popular people on Instagram, they were promoting my music and that's how uh, my fan base pretty much developed. So I was curious if basically if you've ever felt like reinventing any part of yourself in that whole period of time. Um, yeah. I mean, um, I think reinventing yourself is extremely important. Um, I guess for me would be, coming out with this EP, which is something I've never done before. Usually I, I always came out with singles 
and you know for the past few years and this is like my first time coming out with any kind of album or like you know ep or whatever and so uh, i feel like that's doing something different and this ep deals with like a lot of um you know, the shit that I went through, like anxiety, depression, and like substance abuse, and also uh, reveals kind of like who I am um, outside of social media, where people don't really, um, you know, they, they only know what I allow them to know, you know, so right, they only yeah. see what I allow them to see, you know what I'm saying, but, um, and like, you know, a lot of times people look at people on social influencers on social media, and they think, oh, this person is just, um, you know, acting like they have this kind of luxury or whatever, just for social media, or they act like they're all about this but uh really you know it's it's not who they are but like me it's just like i try to keep things authentic as possible and so um i reveal that in this ep you know so it's like it kind of it has a lot to do with what i do show on social media but it's like you know a lot of it is the truth you know i'm saying It, it is who i am and so um and there's other stuff on there that's like way deeper like all the um you know anxiety and the depression stuff like that you know i'm not posting that on my on my instagram you know what i'm saying like that's just not what i'm posting i post a lot of positive things on my stories you know for people that are going through um anxiety and stuff just like uh little quotes of encouragement or yeah, whatever you know what I'm saying? so so that would be like you know the only thing i can really think of that deals with that part of my my life but um but yeah, I just feel like this EP really just kind of shows people who I really am. And I feel like this EP is going to help a lot of people. It's, you know, there's a lot of fun songs in, in this EP and there's a lot of um, emotional songs that really connects with people. And that's what I want. I want people to connect with it and I want them to like feel uh, and make memories off my music, you know, sharing it with their friends and just kind of enjoying yeah. it, you know? No, I think that's hundred percent, man. That's what, that was one of my, probably the most favorite thing that drew me to music and still draws me is, I guess the universal ability for music to connect with people, you know, there's nothing like just playing music and feeling like somebody connects to your song and sort of gets you, you know, because yeah. it's so much better than talking. I mean, you know, talking is okay. Obviously it exchanges some information, but nothing beats playing your heart into a song or, you know, an instrument and somebody else sort of resonating with that, you know, yeah. such yeah, a fulfilling I- feeling. It really is a fulfilling feeling. Yeah. And I definitely love doing that. It's like one of my favorite things about doing what I do, you know, just connecting with people. What do you think is one of the hardest things for people today? Like why is authenticity? Cause authenticity is a really important word to me. And I see the future, especially this new future that we're entering right now being more centered around authenticity. I think a lot of the old world and a lot of the old ways that we were doing things was very inauthentic. And I think people are starting to see through that. And especially after the whole coronavirus thing and being locked up in the house and, and just that whole experience, people want something more authentic in their lives in general. Like people just tend to look for authenticity more. And so, you know, I guess this is kind of a multi-part question, but what does authenticity mean to you? And what do you think are some of the biggest challenges people have in being authentic, whether it means in their life, in their art, in their, you know, careers whatever it is whatever however you want to answer it i think people are like sometimes afraid to be authentic like their true authentic selves because um, they're afraid of people just kind of judging them for who they really are you know so i feel like that's like something a lot of people may struggle with um to me being authentic is just kind of like just kind of i don't know just being real like just just post what you are what you really stand for what you believe in um things that you care about um 
you know, it's okay to post some of the flashier things in life. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to yeah. do that. You know, a lot of like that encourages a lot of people as well. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I like seeing um, people post like their luxury and stuff like that. Cause it inspires me. It's like, you know what? I want that too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to, I'm going to work towards, you know, having that type of lifestyle too. And I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know? Um, so yeah, I just think uh, people just need to just kind of love themselves enough to be like, you know, I'm just gonna post this because this is like my true self. And um, if people don't like it, then, you know, they don't have to follow me, they don't have to support me, you know what I'm saying? But like, I support myself. And I know there are people that will support me. So I think people just got to really believe in themselves more. No, I think that's, I think that's the critical point, because you could probably apply that to anything. I mean, I think of I mean, from my background doing performance, uh, dancing and stuff like that, you could always tell sort of the people who were, and you can, you can apply this to any sport or any kind of performance. And even, you know, obviously with music and stuff, but if you're authentic, you're not trying to get anything from anybody. Right. I mean, you're, yeah. you just, you know, you're just there, you're presenting yourself. And if, if you want to post something that you really are proud about, or you enjoy and share it with exactly. others, then there's a very different thing than trying to, sort of, you know, post it for some other alternative reason. Right. Yeah, just make people jealous or make people be like, oh, yeah, that's like whack to me. I don't like that. And I I met influencers that did that and I met them in person. I mean, people are spending money on Lamborghinis just to do Facebook ads. They're renting, you know, giant mansions and shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I rented a, holoco- a helicopter once for a music video. You know what I'm for saying? a music video? Well, yeah, but that's mm-hmm. different though. I mean, it's a music video. It's you Yeah, know, can, that's true. I'm not I trying to pose love, that as mine. You know, that ain't mine. <laughs> I would love to make a music video. That would be so much fun. <laughs> it is fun, yeah. It's probably as a lot of work right though, people. right? I mean, you have to, you had to hire a director, I'm sure. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. You got to have the right team for sure. You know, yeah. and um I think if you have the right people, it's going to be a lot more fun because you're going to trust the process more. You know, if you're if you're working with a team that you're like, you don't fully trust, you're going to be stressing a lot. You're going to be like thinking, like, are they doing this right? Are they going to edit this right? And, um, you know, like to me, from my experience, I really just I want to work with the right team. And um, that's in the past few years, I, I finally adjusted to that. And, um, you know, I've worked with a lot of great producers and stuff like that. But like but I'm. It's like, it's like a work chemistry thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not, you're not going to have great work chemistry with every single individual. So you just have to find the right team, you know, that works for you. And that's something that I found uh, very helpful. Um, But yeah, definitely. It's a lot of fun though. It really is a a nice process. I like How did, how did you go about finding, because I think, especially when it comes to creative work, it's so important when you're dealing with other people, obviously, who are there to, to create your vision with you to convey to them what the vision is, you know, like, especially when you have this very clear picture in your mind of what you want and how it should be. And, you know, if, if they don't get you, it doesn't matter how technically good they are. Mm -hmm, You know, you're going to, you're going to spin in circles and waste time and money, you know, just, I'm sure you've been there. So I'm curious, how did you get to the point where you have a current team that you're using or is it kind of just like, you, you had that for the video and that was it like that was just the one project deal. um no it was each video was like um well there's like i don't know how to explain that i don't have a, a current team that i just go to for music yeah. videos you know what i'm saying but um it's just like when i hit somebody up they usually have like a team with them you know what i'm saying they gotcha. usually have right, uh, right, right. Pe- yeah so like so it's just like we all kind of have to like work together to make this whole project really come together nicely you know what i'm saying and how did you find the ones that you worked really well with like what was do you have a particular process that you communicate or you know a certain way that you operate to find those people 
yeah, just kind of like doing my own homework, uh, you know, looking looking them up on Instagram, seeing uh, what kind of posts they have, and then just like hitting them up and just kind of getting a good feel for them. You know what I'm saying? If there's people yeah. that are like really bland and they're just like straight up all about business, they don't care about the art, then that's probably not the direction I'm going to go towards. You know what I'm saying? I don't want somebody that's just all about business. Like the business is already there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like the art needs to be there. The art is the most important part. So I need them to be enthusiastic and excited about it just as much as I am. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's just not going to come together nicely. So art is everything, man. I think uh, art is probably one of the highest callings we can have in life, right? To express yeah. art. Why do you think art is important? What's your opinion about that? Um, Just in general, like it could be anything, music, you know, dancing, you know, painting, whatever. I mean, why do you think art is important for people? I feel like art has like a lot to do with like connecting with people and just kind of like having like memories, giving giving people memories and stuff like that. Mm. Um, You know, obviously art is a form of expression. So, but I, but I'm thinking like about like the audience, you know, why would it be important to the audience? Yeah. It's just like, I just feel like it's just something that people would like really love to just share with others. Like if they like a particular song or a movie or like, you know, an artwork even, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's something that means something to them. And they just kind of like, ex- they share that and they're expressing um, their own um, emotions through that artwork with, you know, the people around them. So I feel like it's just like, just forms of expression, just even if it's not their art, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, great way for people to express themselves and express emotions. And um, yeah, I think people need to do that. Do you have any role models or did Um, you have any role models? Like celebrities that I look up to? Like for, yeah, for artists, I mean more, more like Um, artists. Yeah. I would say like Chris Brown and Usher and like even Drake, honestly. Um, I feel like there were, those would be like my top three. Why, why are they your top three? Um, Well, with Drake, I just kind of love his uh, diverse, like I'm an artistry like he always has like really he had, he can come up with like you know a great rap song he can come out with a great pop song and I and I love that about him you know what I mean he, he come out with something that's like really emotional but then something that's like you can really party to and I like that too so I kind of like take that as well from him and I'm like an influenced by that and it's like I, I, I want a nice variety of music as well something emotional something fun something you can you know have sex to or whatever you know what I'm saying just yeah. like all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of things and um Chris Brown um he was like a huge influence me to influence for me to um go on stage for the first time since like in in middle school you know like uh I remember I kind of wa- I just like saw him and I was like man I kind of want to be like him you know what I'm saying like I was like really like I'm drawn to him and like, you know, I love his music. I love his new, all the music he's been coming out with, especially his like his new music. And uh, yeah, it's just like another thing with Chris Brown too. He comes with diverse shit too. You know what I'm saying? And I like that. I don't like when an artist just comes out with like just R&B or just rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, I definitely like to, uh, you know. Not too many of those. Not too many of those anymore. I think there's a lot of cookie cutter stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to be, that type of artist that comes out with a lot of diverse shit, you know, that a lot of people, yeah. that's for everybody. And I love music. So I don't want to just stick to one vibe or one sound. So I like to mess around with like, you know, uh, tropical type um, pop music and um, you know, like hip hop and, uh, but I'm not a rapper though, even though some people think that I am for some reason, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Would you I ever just, do, would you ever get into rap? Um, well, this EP kind of has like, um, like there's a, a few songs that kind of have that uh rap pop vibe yeah so um yeah they have two songs on there, city boy and bad boy 
and okay. uh, they both kind of have like a rap pop vibe to them and uh so yeah so it definitely has like a lot of different you know uh sounds in there but i definitely don't consider myself a rapper i'm I, like you know i take my time to write my songs i don't definitely yeah. don't go out there freestyling and just like you know my flow isn't like a rap flow it's just kind of like a sing talk type thing which i guess some people could look at like it's rap yeah you know but yeah what i mean i don't even know what the genres are anymore these days like would you what genre would you be called i mean you're r&b right but i mean is there are there other... i would just say i would just say pop pop like yeah, yeah just because it's like you know pop comes from like popular you know what i'm saying right, 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 popular right. so so like you know a lot of popular sounds and i use a lot of popular sounds you know what i mean so right, i would okay. definitely just categorize categorize myself as just a pop artist you know but with the r&b flair so it's not like i'm just coming out with like you know um edm or st- stuff like that it's just like i i do have like a little r&b you you'd have to listen to my music to really kind of uh, get yeah, that you yeah. know what but, is uh, the album is coming out? It's coming out or it's already out? Should be out soon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming I out. I love this how long. you check your watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not even a watch. It's a. It's a. <laughs> I'm used to. I'm used to wearing a watch. Wait, what is that? A bracelet? <laughs> yeah, bracelet. It's it just, looks like yeah. a watch. I know. Well, and I always keep my watch over here too. So I like. I looked at. It, I was like, it's not even a watch, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> well, that's cool, man. I mean, I'm excited. It's uh it's it's such a fun thing to connect with a musician again i have like i said i haven't talked to many uh people on the show that are musicians but yeah for sure um you know one other thing that i wanted to ask you about is you you've kind of really rediscovered faith right and basically spirituality through your journey yeah and that's a big part of your life now mm-hmm. so i'm curious what does that mean to you and why is it important to you um i mean it's like a really 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 long story like extremely long (laughs) but um (laughs) but i'll try to condense it as much as possible but uh basically yeah i just um you know i grew up catholic or whatever you know but um i was never really religious um because i'm like i'm like far from perfect and there's no way that i would even be good enough for like the religious you know uh you know view but uh basically with me, it was just kind of like, I had a, um, I just, I remember I was, it was 2014, it was in the summer, and I remember I was just getting, like, these, um, I was kept, I kept running into these coincidences, like, I would think of something, and then, like, the radio would, like, speak my mind, I'm like, damn, that's, like, crazy, but I was like, ah, it's a coincidence, and I'll be thinking of something, and then I, I drive by on a billboard, just, like, said the exact same thing I was just thinking, like, a second ago, I'm like, man, that was, that was kind of crazy, too, you know, and I remember I was just being surrounded by coincidences, and then it got to a point where it was, like, kind of freaked me out, because it was, it was, like, something was kind of speaking to me, you know, like, through music or whatever, and, like, and I'm talking, like, rap songs, pop songs, like, anything, it wasn't, like, Christian music or nothing like that it was just like yeah. like literally anything it could have been a, a heavy metal there was a heavy metal song too and so i remember just like speaking out to god i was just like god i don't know if this if this is you or if this is the devil i was like this is the devil take it away from me but if it's <laughs> hopefully you, not right? yeah yeah <laughs> you know and I, I wasn't sure and i was like uh if it's you like you know reveal yourself to me and um i remember a few days into that i remember i had a uh, dream a really vivid dream where um like basically Jesus had approached me and I was just like, I was like, are you the real Jesus? And he opened up his arms. He said, I am. 
and then like but he wasn't even talking it was like telepathy it was like really mm-hmm. weird and then um i remember just um you know jump jumping up and i hugged him and then i, I had woken up and i was just like damn so was that a dream was that real i was like i was like he looked so real you know and i remember throughout that whole day i kept seeing his name everywhere i went you know jesus like on a billboard jesus on the radio like i'm talking like a, a pop station like it wasn't you know nothing to do with jesus but they would just they would they brought him up and i was just like i was just surrounded by that everywhere i would go i heard a conversation someone mentioned jesus it was just like it was like i was like okay like I, I, that's like confirmation for me you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that jesus was communicating with me so um so from that point on you know my my relationship with him got a lot stronger i'm like able to kind of like see see him around me not obviously not physically but just like through other people or through things and just um something that might pop up on tv you know i remember i was going through this thing where i was um pretty much had to go to court for something and i was like kind of scared and me and my friend were watching like a youtube video and so my friend was like um and I remember I was like praying to God at that time, you know, but my friend was, he just kind of randomly said it. He was like, um, so are you scared about tomorrow? And I just kind of like, I didn't say anything. And then our like our YouTube video stopped because a commercial was about to come on. So it had stopped right there at that moment. And it was just silent. He asked me the question, are you scared? And I just didn't say anything. And then like two seconds later, like, cause it froze and then it popped up, a, a commercial popped up. Don't be scared. And it was just like, we both like looked wow. at each other, like, Whoa, we both started <laughs> laughing. And I was just like, ah, oh, thank you, God. Like I felt such relief. Like that. You're, like, I was like, thank you, God. That's you're so with me. You know what I'm saying? So I felt totally safe and everything worked out like completely, you know? And it was just like, it's just like, these are like a handful of millions of examples since yeah. 2014, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so that's why, you know, um, if you listen to my song, Novocaine, you know, a lot like the chorus is me kind of talking to the devil or talking to um like this negative thought in my head that's what i'm saying i don't want no novocaine let me go like i'm saying let me go like i'm asking you know for the devil to like let me go or let these have these thoughts let me go but in the verses and stuff like that i'm basically just like you know talking to the audience but then i'm like praying to god at the same time like i'm talking to god in the same time you know because you can hear me say like i need you god because i'm ashamed and you know that line came from just me like keeping things to myself and kind of being embarrassed that i had a problem so i was just like i literally literally just kind of went to god for my problems you know yeah and so um so yeah like i definitely incorporate like god into my music but i'm not not in a religious way like i'm not like a christian artist nothing like that you know it's just like god's a part of my life you know what i mean if i if i talk about partying because partying is a part of my life i talk about god because god's a part of my life i talk about yeah. love because love is a part of my life so it's just like another thing that's like authentic you know with my music it's like i, I want to be myself i want to be real and um you know i'm not doing it in a way where it's like so religious and people are like oh, okay this is like turning me off you know what i'm saying it's just it's just i'm keeping it real that's all it is you know hmm. I, I think that's that's great, and it's, it's such a great thing because a lot of people have lost their connection to something greater. And I think, and again, and that can be whatever you want it to be. It could be the universe. It could be God. It can be you know, exactly, yeah. whatever. Because uh, I mean, I can totally relate to all the things you were saying with with seeing signs. And I think that the more when you are on the right path in your life and you're connected to yourself and to the higher force that is whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It really is crazy, isn't it? Like, I mean, you you see signs every day. You see little breadcrumbs, and yeah. they they lead you there. They confirm. I mean, to the yeah. point where it's like it, the the probability of all those things happening 
you know, it's just, it's, it's impossible that they would just be random, you know, it just right. would be impossible. So, I mean, yeah. uh, I, I always say timing is everything, you know, because ultimately the timing of things, it's so interesting. I, I love talking about this stuff because for example, like when you're thinking of something, let's say, right. You're thinking of something like you had with that video, that YouTube video where you were like, you know, you're scared about something. And then the timing of the video, the ad like stopped for like two like seconds. Perfect timing, yeah, it was right? perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> but see, it's like that video is probably playing for millions of people. That ad is probably playing for millions and, and of people. Nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Them. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit, but in, in your case, yeah, yeah, it meant something yeah. because of the timing. And so mm. it's like, to me, timing is just everything. We have to find the clues of our uh, spiritual journey through, through the timing. You have to look at for Absolutely. timing. And, so, and it's so for it's everybody too. Like anybody yeah. can see these coincidences and stuff like that. You just have to really look for them. You have to pay attention to them, you know, like don't just mm. brush shit off. You know, if you feel yeah. like, if you feel like, like, a, I feel like coincidences are like a very unique way that God does connect with us. Cause it's kind of yeah. like, you can't really question it too much. You know what I'm saying? If it happens so often, it's like, you know, cause it's hard to believe in, in something you can't see. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like that's what yeah. God uses to really catch our attention and make, make us like, you know, double take, like, you know what? I think something's happening. I think God's trying to reach out to me and I would just pursue that. I would just ask, you know, what do you want for me and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, what could I do to achieve happiness or my goal in life or whatever you know how do you know if something is your intuition or it's something else like how do you personally know how do you tell the um, difference so i'll just basically look for confirmation really like sometimes i feel like something would happen and i'm like okay god i think this is what you want me to do and so i'll be like um, i was like can you please give me like another uh sign or another um you know uh you know, just something, just, uh, just to uh, confirm with me that this is something that you want or something that, that is for me. So I think that's something that I, that I do, you know, personally, because I don't trust myself. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I feel like we're surrounded by so much shit that like, you know, I could be influenced by the wrong thing and I'd be like, oh, you know, like, I think this is what God wants me to do, but it's not, and, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So I just kind of like ask for a little confirmation and be like, you know, I think this is the right thing for me to do now, you know, and I'll just kind of move towards that. Yeah, that's a good one. I think being receptive and open is the key because sometimes uh, listening is is the thing we have to do. When we, we don't listen very much, then we just kind of act. And sometimes you you may go down the wrong path because you misunderstood something or you know acted yeah. too prematurely or, or whatever you know? true and that happens i'm human just because you know i, right. I you yeah. know I feel I mean, like i have this relationship doesn't mean i'm, I'm my life is perfect or I'm, right. i make all the best decisions because i don't i still don't <laughs> well anything coming up for you that's uh, i mean you got the ep there's releasing but how is how are you doing a lot of like live stuff not so much huh obviously with uh, no not so much really um how do you make I, money in the music? I like, I'm uh, this may sound like a really stupid question, but you know, I'm, I'm just not in the music industry. So mm. how do people like make money now? You just try to basically monetize your streams sponsorships and, like and streams yeah, and things like that. that. And uh, people like just, uh, you know, paying you to promote certain things, you know, on your story, gotcha, your like sponsorships. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. gotcha, gotcha. And then also uh, merchandise, which is something that um, I'm really like, uh, I'm going to be releasing a lot of merchandise uh, this year, more than I've ever done you know so yeah. so that's like a, a huge way to be making money you know for artists and especially you know with live performances not really being there right now um you know you just gotta hustle you gotta do as yeah. much as you can you know just to you know get your money up cool man well what are you most grateful for today 
Last question for you. Grateful for the weather today. I'm actually, it, it feels like summer today in Michigan and it's cold as shit in Michigan. Oh, you're in lately. Michigan. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy for the weather right now. What's the weather right now? What's a good day, quote unquote, for you over there? What's the yeah, temperature? Uh, 60. <laughs> 60? Oh but, my God. But, to, but it's actually like, it feels nice though. It doesn't feel like 60 because we're not right, used to yeah. 60 right now. We're used to like 30, 40. So 60 God. feels like 70. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's actually nice. Um, you know, that put me in a good mood too, you know, walking out, you know, just in the sun and nice warm breeze. I was like, this is a nice change. I'm, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with my friend, Nate. You know, we all deal with anxiety. I had panic disorder for many years in college, and I've dealt with depression. Uh, You know, drugs are a big part of what we do to numb ourselves from the pain, whether it's alcohol, whether it's Netflix as a drug, whether it's video games, weed, you know, whatever it is, you know, we look for ways to escape the suffering because those things bring us closer to some sense of connection and certainty and relief. But, you know, if that's you, and that's okay, we've all been there. If that's you today, then just know that there's hope and remember that you're loved. You know, I hope this episode has given you a reminder of that. And if that's not you and that was you at some point or, you know, you don't really relate that much to it, you know, but you have somebody in your life that does. And so find that person and share it with them because there's a lot of great golden nuggets in this. You want to follow Nate Seto, go to Instagram. You can follow him at at Nate underscore Seto. That's with two T's, S-E-T-T-O. Don't forget that quote from Christopher Robin. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. How very appropriate to close this episode. You know, you got to believe in yourself. That's the only thing that matters in life. Everything else works itself out from that center when you believe in yourself. And there will be countless challenges on the road to believing in yourself in different ways for different people. You know, this, uh, this story today was about somebody pursuing a pop career and dealing with anxiety and depression and rejection. But those themes are similar for all of us. The flavor is different. You know, your flavor may be in an office. It may be through a business. It may be through a family, maybe through something else. But the lessons are always the same. You know, we all, all roads lead to Rome. So I hope this episode has inspired you to remember that you have the power to change and to believe in yourself because ultimately nobody else is going to believe in you. You know, you may have people who support you, but at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. And from there, from that center, everything else just kind of works out. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for listening as always. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Take these lessons forward into your day with you. And we'll see you on Tuesday for a little Tuesday transformation. Until then, don't forget, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, Stay connected at danceoflife.com.